Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. During an unprecedented session last September, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals sitting on bank with 10 judges heard seven hours of arguments on a challenge by 26 Republican-led states to the Obama administration's clean power plan. The court has not made a decision because it granted the administration's request to put the case on hold while the EPA reviews the plan. Well, last week, the EPA announced a measure to repeal the clean power plan, and in an effort to rescue it, more than 20 states and cities are urging the D.C. Circuit to make that long-deferred decision on whether the initiative is legal. Joining us is Patrick Parento, professor of environmental law at Vermont Law School. Pat, what's at stake here? Well, um, what's at stake is whether or not the Obama administration's clean power plan still has some life left in it. Um, The D.C. Circuit, uh, after you, you said, heard arguments attacking the clean power plan uh, when the Trump administration took power, said, we'll hold the case in abeyance at the request of the Trump administration to give Mr. Pruitt at EPA some time to come up with a decision on whether it was going to repeal the Obama plan and whether it was going to replace the Obama plan. And what we've now been told by Mr. Pruitt is, yes, he's going to repeal the Obama plan at some point. He's, He's proposed to do that. And he said, we're going to think about whether we're going to replace it, but we're not going to give you a timetable for when we're going to even make a decision about that or whether we will even do that. So I think the D.C. Circuit is now in the position of having to say, we should just go ahead and decide this case. The legal issues that we've already heard briefed and argued before us are the very same ones that Mr. Pruitt is now relying on to repeal the clean power plan. So we might as well decide once and for all whether or not those issues are valid. Well, Pat, could the administration simply say in response to this request, yeah, let's keep it in abeyance because we're actually about to put out a repeal uh, now so that we can get and get the process done? Well, the abeyance was for them to actually come forward with a new rule. That's, that's what the court said in its original order. That's why the court ordered EPA to file periodic reports every 60 days of making progress on that. Up until this point, EPA's reports were saying we are preparing a new rule. Now we're being told we don't have a new rule. We have a repeal, but we don't have a new rule. We don't have a timetable for a new rule, and we don't even know if we ever will propose a new rule. So this is a whole different ball game. And it seems to me the D.C. Circuit is going to see this for what it is, which is a stalling tactic. This is a, a tactic by the Bush, the Trump administration not to make a decision, run out the clock, 
This is what the coal industry wants, of course. They don't want any rule. So I, I'm not sure the D.C. Circuit is going to buy the argument this time around. So, Pat, if the D.C. Circuit upholds the rule as legal, does it then become law? If it upholds the clean power plan? Yeah. Well, now it's complicated because, of course, Pruitt is proposing to repeal it. So actually what the court is going to have to decide is whether or not the grounds on which Pruitt proposes to repeal the rule are valid or whether the grounds on which the Obama plan was predicated are valid. So the case has changed in its posture, but the basic question is still the same. What is the best system of emission reduction for carbon pollution from power plants? Is it the Obama approach or is it the Pruitt approach, which, of course, we don't know exactly what the Pruitt approach is going to be. Well, but when this case was first argued, that the issue was simply whether the clean power plan was legal, right? So how, how does it change now to take into account what the Trump administration says it might do? Well, now Pruitt is saying it isn't legal for the same reasons that Pruitt uh, alleged or argued in the brief he filed when he was Oklahoma Attorney General. So the question for the court is, who's, which interpretation of the term best system of emission reduction is, is the appropriate interpretation of the statute? And so this is going to come down to a question of deference. And we know that at least Justice Gorsuch most recently has once again expressed grave reservations about how much deference to give agencies' interpretation of statutes. Now we have a brand-new interpretation by Mr. Pruitt and an older interpretation by Obama, which was based on some earlier interpretations by previous administrations. So we have a long history now of interpreting these terms in the statute, and the court is going to have to decide which interpretation is the most reasonable interpretation of what Congress intended. About a minute here, Pat. It's an odd situation because the EPA argued for the legality of the Clean Power Plan a year ago, and now it's on the opposite side under the leadership of Pruitt, who as Oklahoma Attorney General helped lead the challenge to the rule. There is no apparent conflict, but it seems like there should be. Well, it comes down to what's the reasoned explanation for Pruitt's new interpretation, and, of course, the one he favored as attorney general. Um, and it is true that there is room for interpretation. There, these terms are ambiguous enough to allow for some interpretation. But the question comes down to, is your interpretation consistent with the text, the context, and the purpose of the statute? And if it is not, uh, consistent with those factors, then it doesn't deserve Chevron deference. And I'm betting that the D.C. Circuit is not inclined to give Pruitt a lot of deference when he has not come forward with an actual rule based on what he thinks this statutory term means. All right, Pat Parento, always a pleasure to have you on. He's a professor of environmental law at Vermont Law School. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. 
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.